Welcome back to Weekly Dish, everybody, here on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are hanging out with you this Saturday to talk about all things food and delicious and drinky and tasty and all things. And guess what? What? It's time for Top 2 in Hour 2. Give him the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top 2, Top 2. The Top 2. Pick your best two. In Hour 2. All right, give me two, with him, with him. This is the time of the show, you guys, that we talk about the things that we are kind of either mulling about, excited about, obsessed with for the week. Things that have uh, either just things we're thinking about. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I will start. Okay. I have um, something that I'm bringing to my mother-in-law today mm-hmm. that I first bought this summer. And she's going to be so happy when I bring it to her. And I feel like I maybe have done this one before. So if I have, remind me, because I have a spare on backup. It is Manly's Old Fashioned Mix. Yes. Um, Heather Manley has Crooked Water Spirits. She's a friend of ours. She was on the show and you guys did the Pocky Challenge, the Hot Pepper, the hot chip Ghost challenge Pepper a Challenge a year ago. Um, she has been working. She has a distillery. She's got nine products. One of her products I am just obsessed with, and my mother-in-law is crazy about it. It's this. It's called Manly's Old Fashioned. Yep. It is a pre-mixed, already ready to go, old-fashioned in a bottle. So all of the bitters is in there, everything you need. All you have to do is just pour it into your cup over ice. It's very easy. Yeah. It is high-end. It's $44 a bottle, and everything you need is in there. So there's nothing else to buy. I just want you to get it because it's really good. It's called Manly's Old Fashioned. I love it. I love the premix thing, actually, just to especially to bring to people, because sometimes when you bring them a bottle of, you know, like Wine. If you're like, yeah. oh, this whiskey's really great and you'll love it. You'll be great for your old fashions. And they're like, I'm never going to make an old fashioned. That's right. This you know, is like they're never going to do it. So this is a this is sort of a gift of like, here, it's already done. And she'll just I, she we she drank it all summer. She has one drink a day at six o'clock. Oh my God. She That's likes like it best when my husband makes it for her because mm-hmm. she doesn't really know how to do it all and right. she won't drink it if he doesn't make it. Oh, really? So I'm going to be like, here is your old fashioned. It's mix. already made. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's a great idea. Manly's old fashions. All right. I'm going to do a quick Instagram. Please. <laughs> this is a thing I'm obsessed with, been thinking about kind of, a, so I figured it kind of works here. Actually, it's a really easy one. It's actually, I'm ranting against restaurants. I'm actually getting uh, businesses who think that an Instagram page is the one source that they need. Oh, yes. I think this is a very worthy rant. I am absolutely, I get it. Instagram is the new hot toy and everybody loves it. And it's got so much, you know, fun and it's, you know, vital and it's vibrant and the pictures are great and all the rest. It is not an information source for your eaters or your guests or anything. You cannot find things. You cannot find information like what time, because there's two places and I'm not going to name them right now, but have you know, launched recently and they have the Instagram is their page and it's like they and don't so they e- don't have a website. No. And do they have a Facebook? They don't even have a Facebook that has the address and the Nothing. phone number. And the- it just says, you know, where it just kind of says at, you know, like the corner of 42nd and third. And you're like, well, what's huh. your address? What's your phone number? Right. What's your thing? And the other thing of it is the people who are putting events out on Instagram and that's it. Like when you put up an event, someone I got a little bit, you know, taking a task for like, oh, how come you didn't include our so-and-so in your feed roundup? And I was like, I didn't know about it. And they're like, oh, well, it was on our page. (laughs) I went to find their page. Well, I'm sorry, but your Instagram feed is it's there is a whole metric. Everybody doesn't get to see your stuff. I don't get to see your stuff, possibly. So don't assume that if you announce a special brunch on your Instagram that everybody is going to see it. And A, why would... This is one of... When I did the talk mm-hmm. about brands and how to get in front of people, 
they they were like, well, I sent a press release and nobody ever got back to me. I was like, okay, this is a sales job, people. Mm-hmm. When you're in sales, you're supposed to communicate with your customer 15 times before you get the sale. Yeah. At time seven is when you register in their brain. Yeah. So why would this be no different than PR? And they're like, well, we don't want to bother you. I'm like, there's no bother to just send this me is stuff. A professional there's thing. no bother to give me information. I can decide whether I want to yeah. follow up on it or not. Right. And I'm like, by the way, why don't you send me your product? Why don't you ask me to try it? Why don't you like, I can't like recommend something I've never had. Right. And I, and if it's on the onus is on me to go find it, then I have to. It just to, makes it harder. It may, I mean, like it, it'll still, it still might happen, but the odds, why don't you make, put the odds in your favor? And someone like, if you want to, they're like, well, I know you follow me on Instagram. I'm like, then you should be sending me a message. You should be communicating with me. Never before has it been easier to communicate with people. No Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, websites, emails, phone calls, whatever. Get in front of people that you need to get in front of. And if you're bothering them, they'll tell you. Yeah. And or they just I mean, like there's a point where there's a couple people who I've sent things like this is just not you're you're addressing the wrong person. This isn't for me. Yeah. You know, and I'll make sure that you understand that. Or like we don't have a place for, you know, information about restaurants in Tennessee. I'm never going to write that. That's right. So I, I communicate that. But my point is, is I'm just shocked at how how people get kind of like swayed and they think this is the new thing in the new way. And they think that every and then they expect they expect it to be an, a fix all for everything. And the world, like, I'm sorry, it's $10 for a wiki page. Like, all you have to do is have a picture, your address. It's free for Facebook. I'm sorry. I know Facebook is not everybody's favorite. And I know that there was just a data breach. still 14,000 million people there if you want to get your address for your location or you want anyone to link to it. And build if you build a Tumblr, you build a website, obviously, let's just hit this one more time. Have your name, have your address, have your phone number have your hours of operation, have those on the front page. Yes. Do that. And you are going to help yourself. We're just trying to help you help yourself. Okay. Okay. Which that was my too. rant. That okay. was good. That was a good rant. Good. I was Thanks. with you on the rant. Thanks. What's your um, next one? Uh, dry rubbed wings at the Monte Carlo. I think we maybe talked about this 10 years ago, but you I know, talk about it every, I feel like I talk about it every single year. So I put it night, in my best every year. Last night I went there and I said, Hey, we have to have the dry rubbed wings. They came They are perfect Mm -hmm. they are excellent Mm -hmm. they are the best dry rubbed wing in town just hands down they are so good and they're so perfect so wonderful yep so if you like a dry rub wing get yourself to the money carlo secondly i had a set this is my bonus oh bonus bonus dry rubbed thigh at brunson's pub because i had that last weekend after i ran the 10 mile with a five dollar bloody mary oh that bloody mary was awesome uh, they're making Especially their Bloody Mary <laughs> with Charles Lovejoy's special Bloody Mary mix that he's going out and crafting for individual bars. So it has like their personality. This one was kind of had a meaty taste to it. So I had this $5 Bloody Mary. I had the dry rubbed thighs. They use thighs at Brunson's, which I think is great. It, thigh is a dark meat. So it's just a little bit different. And there's more like to get in the sauce because you've got more meat per wing ratio. Does it get slippery and weird though? No, because this is my thing with thighs. Because they, uh, people fry them and put them on sandwiches for fried chicken sandwiches, and I feel like you bite in, and then because it's a fatty piece, and that skin just flies off the top, and then no. you're just stuck. They, if you can imagine that Monte Carlo wing, Stephanie, but on a thigh with bone and thigh. Oh, it's a bone in. Okay, it's a bone if it's a bone and thigh, that's a little bit better. It's a little easier, and it's delicious. That's great. Yeah, I so. would deal that. I would. I would buy that up. All right, my second top two in hour two, you guys, is uh, it's bolo time. 
Do you have a recipe? I do. And that's and what Bolo I'm... is bolognese for those of you that don't understand her hip cute shorthand. <laughs> <laughs> bolognese is, you know, obviously it's meat sauce. It, that's what you think about it in terms of like, it's, it's like spaghetti and meat sauce, you know, bolognese. But it's really more than that. And that's the deal. It's love. It's easy to say, I'm going to put some ground beef or something and some tomato sauce together and I'm going to just cook it all together and it's going to get good. This is not that. Let me just explain that this is a recipe that was given to me by Steph Meyer and Eric Eastman, and they were making it on Sunday afternoons, and it is a long process. This is one of those things that you want to, this is a project. This is a thing you want to have time to do. And if you're going to be in your kitchen and you're going to be doing stuff, this is a great thing to be doing kind of on the side. Because, and here's the, here's the best part, and I know I've talked about this last year, but it is, I don't use, they, and they don't use ground beef. Mm-hmm. It's made with pork and chicken. And it is really like ground chicken and ground pork. And it is, to me, one of the wonderful things because basically you brown your mise en place, your, your mirepoix, yep. which is celery, carrots, and onions. And then you kind of let that kind of cook down a little bit and get soft. Then you add the ground pork and the spicy chicken mix. And you kind of like, you got to stir that around and kind of break it up a little bit. And then you add in, uh, then you cook that in cream, you guys, a cup of cream. Yum. And you cook that meat down into the, the cream into the meat. And then you add some uh, stock and beef stock is great because you're not using beef, but you've got that beefy kind of flavor. Yep. And then that's when you add the wine. And this is important. You've got to add like a Pinot Noir or a Beaujolais or a Barbera, kind of a non-tannic thing. Yep. And you let that cook down. And then you add the t- cup of tomato puree and crushed tomatoes. And it is, and you let it all simmer. And it's like, there's like an hour in between each one. Like in, in between so each it's an edition. all day affair. Oh, so that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm having the kiddos over and we are all going to go on a family walk in the woods and we are going to talk about Megan's bridezilla uh, tendencies. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's totally not. She's so not. But we're all going to and then we're going to go on a walk in the woods and then we're going to eat bolo. And I want to watch a scary movie and it's going to be my perfect Saturday ever. <laughs> well, and are you going to watch the house, the Hill House a movie that was released on Netflix that's getting all these great reviews? No. Yeah, I'll it's I'll find the exact name of it during the break. Okay, it's something about Hill House, sir. Yeah, and it has um I think Timothy Hutton in it. Oh, I think that's an old one, isn't it? It's been redone. Okay. Oh, it's been redone. Yep. Uh, so just to let you guys know, I am going to make this bolo tonight, and I'm going to put the haunting the... of Hill House, oh, and it's, it's on Netflix. But is it old? It's not like from an old. It's been remade. Oh. Okay. Bringing back the ghosts of the past. Okay. It's gotten really good reviews too. 98%. Okay. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I'm going to make the bowl tonight. I'm going to put the recipe up is what I want to tell you. So I'll put it on the Facebook when I put the picture up of the bolo. So because okay. I just want to tweak a couple things. So there it is. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are, uh, we're, gonna pie. Talk, we're talking pie. Pie. We'll be right back. This is Weekly Dish brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. We are back. This is the Weekly Dish. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Stephanie Hansen from Stephanie's Dish. Oh, and I'm Stephanie March. And you're from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, which is having Restaurant Week. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, We are here with Heather Keough, who's a maker. We're going to go ahead and play the maker music. You're a maker. You're a hero. It's time for the Maker's Moment. A visit with one of Minnesota's many creators, artisans, and entrepreneurs who make the Twin Cities such a cool food scene. I make things. You're a genius. Make it. For more stories like this, check out Stephanie Hansen's podcast, Makers of Minnesota, on Podcast One or wherever you find your podcasts. All right, Heather. Thank you for being on the air with us today. How are you? 
Good. How are you today? Good. You're sitting here with your cute chef hat on, which is adorable. Pastry hat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pastry hat. Yes. Heather, I think I first came across you probably on Instagram because you make beautiful, beautiful pies. Ah, how you. did you get into pie making? You know what? I have always loved pies. But how did you go from like, okay, I'm a home pie maker and then I'm going to start this business? Well, you know, I did start out at Nicollet Island Inn when I was like 22 years old. And I learned from David, this awesome, wonderful man yep. uh, who had defected from Russia three years prior with his family. And um, he taught me how to make, I just think, the world's best pie crust. Yeah. I've never forgotten David's tools and what he taught me. And I've stayed true to it. I've never changed. Maybe tweaked. And yep. I've learned more recipes. I've learned more crusts along the way. But no, that basic of it is what started it all. So then I had a family. And our boy was really sick when he was first born. Yep. So I decided, oh, not now. Going to wait a little while before I open a pie shop. And then he got sick again on us five years later. And I said, okay, not time. Yep. And so I decided to raise my family. I couldn't do both. And I had too much worry anyway already kind of about him wondering sure. if everything's going to stay okay. Yeah. And it did. He's actually, he's 35 and has a little boy of his own now. And he's just a brute and he's awesome. And, you know, <laughs> and we have a daughter and she's beautiful and small and petite, you know. So, <laughs> But at um, this point, were you making pies like out of your home and people were buying were, them? Um, so for friends and neighbors. Yeah. You know, that type of a thing. But then... Again, um, I've always been baking, always been doing something like my banana bread, something. Yeah, I always had to keep my hands in the kitchen. And then I also started working at country clubs like Interlochen yeah. Country Club and then Edina Country Club and again, catering companies because I always wanted just to keep staying in. I love the kitchen. Yeah. The kitchen, when I go in and I see stainless steel, I don't know. I de-stress. I okay. just... I Eight hours will go by, and it'll feel like three hours. Yeah, we're talking with Heather Keel from Heather's Pies. So yep. you. So people, then I decided to yeah. go ahead and, and start it up again. Um, my mother said to me um, a couple years back, she goes, you know what, another year will pass. And if you don't do it, just another year passes. And I thought, you know what, she's so right. Yeah. Now's the time. I have to say your use of Instagram is incredible. And, you know, you have a beautiful subject pie and you decorate the pies and each of the pies look really, they're rustic, but they look delicious. You brought in an apple raspberry pie today, a strawberry rhubarb pie. How did you learn how to do the pie decoration like you do? You know, the artist in me has to get expressed. It just, my hands, I love small, detailed um, do you have like a million little cutters? And- I do. I have a ton. Um, uh, yeah, I have this drawer that pulls out like 24 inches long. You know, it's like a, a draftsman's sure. drawer. <laughs> Thing is full. With you little know? cutters. And-, and different tools, you know. Um, go to the Axman sometime, you know, or go go to um, estate sales. Or I just look for things that are off key, off market, whatever, that wouldn't really be used necessarily for a, a different tool, offset tool. That's what I'm trying what to What kind for. of a rolling pin do you use for your pie? You know, I've got about five different rolling pins that I use. Depending upon the crust, some need a heavier, some need a lighter. Um, but I really like the offset. Um, it raises up a little bit. It's the French rolling pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. You know? 
and people um, can order pies from you online, yes. but you also do a pie class. Yeah, I offer pie classes, yes. So, I think we have to mention that this is all happening out of Heather's home. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this I is, didn't know that. I thought not, you were in like a commercial no, no, kitchen. No, no, no. This is Heather's, this is Heather's I'm home. I'm a cottage food baker. She's a cottage food Her yeah. entire world started and was, was a, yeah. kind of really grew because of the fact right. that they changed the laws yes. that said that you can well, now sell yes. straight from your home. I'm so proud of Minnesota jumping on board for that. There are so many people out there that um, maybe there's a single mom, single dad, but they need to make an extra income for themselves or just open up their entrepreneurial spirit, Mm -hmm. let it be expressed, and then they can still pick the kids up from school. Yeah, and manage their own schedule. Exactly. And, um, and sleep in a little so bit. So when you, you do these classes, do you do them in your home? I do. And I have this like um, 10 foot long farmhouse table. And um, it's just really kind of a neat environment. You know, I'll have about four to six people, sometimes two. Maybe. First and third Sunday, yep. uh, two to four. And first and third Wednesday, six to eight. Yes. And let me just say, I mean, your home is lovely. It is the sweetest Aww. little place. I've been there to pick up pie. Thank you. And it is just, it just, it feels, it's a place you absolutely want to be baking It's where you pie. want to have a cup of coffee. Yeah. And have a slice of pie. Yeah. You well, know, you, are you still doing neighborhood pie day? Or slice well, day? So the pie on, pie on a plate pie day. Pie on a plate. Um, I'm actually having a pie pop-up next week next thursday and friday because the community keeps asking me heather when are you going to do pie on a plate again and unfortunately i got kind of busy on everybody and i said <laughs> ah, you know what guys i can't do thursdays anymore yeah you know uh, so this is my way of jumping back in there Good. so it's going to be from like one to six okay or maybe i think or two to seven i haven't quite decided i'll post it on instagram and facebook uh today actually later today um, so it'll have pocket pies, pie on a plate. They can pick a slice of pie that yep. they like, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll have the whole pies for them. But community comes together. Yeah. You guys, it's so much fun on the patio when people come together and you'll get different genres of people that come together and they're like, hey, this is so cool. You and know? they're walking in the neighborhood yeah. and she has a little sign outside for her Eating front her house pie. that says pie on a plate. Yeah, pie and that's plate. how you know you can walk up and get a piece of pie. Yeah. This is why I love the maker movement so much because you mm-hmm. just... You meet people that they did something that their friends and family loved, and then they decided to take a chance on it and make yeah. it into a business. Yeah, and and you know what? And it is about the love. And it really, the pies take care of themselves. If you uh, stay true to yourself, stay honest, don't start compromising as you go along, keep staying there. Like I, my pies are all glass pan made. Mm-hmm. I can't go to tin, can't do it. Yeah. You know, um, I really want that organic fruit pie. Um, the flavor, I think, really stays in it. Plus, I can also see on the sides. Yes, it's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and it and, feels rustic. Yeah, and then when they bring back the glass pan plate, the neck for their next order, they receive two dollars off. Okay, that next order because you know, let's keep this recycling thing going, reusing in a organic way. We're talking about Thanksgiving coming up. Um, mm. So I want you to know another thing that Heather does that mm. is very unique is she makes message pies. Yeah. So you can, what I think That's is fun. lovely about this is that you can uh, have a pie made for someone that has a specific message cut out of the crust. Sure. And we, uh, you did one for me for one of my dear friends who had gone through chemo and we sent her a pie that said, well, that was fun. <laughs> that was a, that was actually a fun pie. Yeah. Because as I was doing the letters on that one, well, that 
That was, that fun. was fun. Like, yeah. Can't we so relate to that? Right. And sarcasm can come through yes. on pies. I feel like that is your yeah. absolute. So I feel like if you want to say something at the table this year, yeah. maybe there's a political thing you want to just say, like, <laughs> right. you know, hey, I'm uh, maybe like I'm not gay or I am gay or like, you know, I'm say over it through it. pie. Yeah. Like, Dad, please don't talk about politics. I don't know if we can or get that on there. No about, politics. Or how about zone? Just happy birthday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, it can be easy, too. Yeah, There's a lot of great ones that you do for kids that is just happy birthday Love and it. all the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, and I think it's really kind of fun that the 13 and 14 and 15-year-olds are asking for Heather's Pies. Yes. I think that's so fun that I know. kids love pie. They do. We're talking to Heather Keel from Heather's Pies. Um, Thanksgiving, like how far in advance do they need to order for the Thanksgiving well, rush? you know you don't have to feel like, oh my goodness, I've got to do it now because next week it's going to be closed. Right. No, just um, by Tuesday, the, let's see, what did I have the date down on that? On the 20th, I would really like to have the orders finished by okay. then because you have to have a couple of days to just get Make all the, the fillings yeah. going, you know, and get everything ready. And, um, but the earlier, the better on things like that is always wonderful. All right. And you have too. tons of flavors. People can check you out at heatherspies.com. We also have a link on the Weekly Dish Facebook page. Yeah. Heather, I'm so glad you came in. Thank oh. you so much for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate this. I um, I just say, have a great weekend and thank eat you pie. for Heather's and eat pie. Eat pie. All right, we'll be right Take back. Bye bye. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us. Guess what? The sun's out, kids. Is it really? Just saying, See, I'm looking out a window. Just being positive what? made all the what? difference, Stephanie. I am. I'm. I'm having a great day. It started off real great. Not because there was whiskey with and beer me. that started, but it's because of you, Chauncey. <laughs> just saying. Uh, hey, we just got a little tweet saying uh, from Amoeba saying she just wanted to share. Last week, I made stuffed butternut squash with sausage, peppers, onions, parmesan, and breadcrumbs. I had leftover stuffing and used it in a quiche. Everything was delicious. Very fall. Yum. Does and that you know sound what, you awesome? Guys, when you make something good, Ugh. you can send it to us. Yes. Like tag us, Snap send it, it to tag us. It, post it on the page. Let us know if you had a recipe that you loved. God. We are all sharing and here about making your cooking food life a Ugh, wonderful experience. That just sounded so good. It did sound good. Right. I walked by the pumpkins and didn't buy one, but I'm thinking about it for your I'm going to a party. Oh, October you should pumpkins. 26th, you should stuff like, that I'm pumpkin. Do that pumpkin dip. Stuff it. It's like, it's apple dumpling, Mountain Dew apple dumpling turnovers, pumpkin dip. Yep. Those are the famous recipes. Oh my God, I love it. Uh, guess what? What? It's restaurant week. <gasps> yes. I wanted to talk, we haven't really done a really deep dive on restaurant week in a while, and since this is the last Please. one in 2018, you know, we do three every year, Minneapolis yeah. St. Paul Magazine does. You've heard my throaty uh, ad probably on the radio. I was listening to it the other day. I was driving and I heard myself and I'm like, that Did sounds... Did you sound like Brenda Vaccaro? I had a little throatiness. Hi. I was like, Join what? Join us for restaurant week. Hi, Join us for restaurant week. Uh, but anyway. breather. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> especially. Um, but I wanted to let, talk about it. Let's just talk about the fact that restaurant week starts on Sunday night and it goes through Friday next week. This is a great time of year to get out and try some of the new restaurants that you haven't maybe tried before. Um and what it is, is just for people who maybe, you know, are new to the program, what it is, is there's, uh, the restaurants are kind of, what they do is they sign up to set up special menus for restaurant week. So they'll do either lunch or dinner, and it can be uh, between, between 10 and $25 for a two-course lunch, or it can be between, Yum. I think, 20 and $35 for a three-course dinner. Think about that. A $35 three-course dinner. That is so hard. To, I mean, like, and having it be a really great thing. Uh, like not just like here's a slice of pizza, here's a Coke, yeah, and here's you know a piece of a brownie. You know, it's a really great idea. 
Um, and it's really meant to kind of get you into restaurants, see what they're feeling like, try something new without having to break your budget. Yeah. Because there's that's a huge thing. A lot of people are like, I'd love to go see new restaurants, but I just don't know because, you know, it's like, I don't know if I can afford it. So a couple of the new places that I wanted to talk about that were on Restaurant Week, if you haven't been. This is funny. It's not new, but it is new to Restaurant Week, the Lexington. Oh, wow. Because a lot of people haven't been back to the newly remodeled opened Lex. And- well, and some of them think it's too fancy or I can't, I won't be able to afford right. it. So here's what we have, you guys. They have a $35 dinner and you can go ahead and choose, like you can get the famous Lex salad as your appetizer. You can also get some sweet onion black truffle soup. Yeah. Hello. Uh, you could also then you have go, you had that that we've no. had that soup had yes that? we did we had <gasps> yes, it we did, and yes I loved and it, it was amazing I wanted it was it. like one of the highlights of the night oh god with gouda toast on yep. it it's like a French onion soup you guys that is perfect for this weather uh, the entree you can choose between uh, white fish a la Gorbachev which is funny but it's a pepper cr- a pecan crusted white fish mm-hmm. and smoked tomato broth. So good. You can do steak Diane. You can do a pan roasted chicken breast or you can do this. You can upgrade 10 bucks for a pork chop. So it's a $45 dinner, but Yum. seriously. And then uh, if you get dessert, you can get a panna cotta chocolate mousse or cheesecake. Think about that. So you could do a French onion soup. You could do steak Diane and you can get a chocolate mousse cake for 35 bucks. That's amazing. Doesn't that sound yes. good? Yes. I know. So that's obviously a place that maybe you haven't been, but you want to give it a shot. And challenge yourself to go somewhere that you haven't been before. Right. Just to try it. Well, and there is a place. There's a new place in 50th in France called Moderna Cuisina. And they are new. And that took over the Matsumiya space. And they're kind of doing a fun thing. They have a $35 dinner that starts with a complimentary amuse-bouche. A little snacky. Yep. Just to start the show. And then they are doing things like they have her appetizers are they have an octopus with smoked paprika. They can do a crispy egg with asparagus and pecorino and sort of a walnut vinaigrette. I assume that's like a salad. Um, and then or you could and then for the entrees, they have slow braised short rib with sweetbreads and microgreens oh, and ericovert, those little French green beans. They have a petite mignon. They have a petite filet, yum. you know, with roasted vegetables and cognac sauce. This is a little bit more higher end and a little bit more hearty cooking. Uh, they've got handmade pasta, which is a vegetarian option. They have meatballs on it, but you can get them without. And then, you know, that's one of those things like that one is a great place. I think if you're going to go to a movie at across the street at the Edina movie house yep. and then pop over and do restaurant week. Cause I haven't been there yet. It would be a great place yeah. to try. Um, one other, I wanted to make sure to mention uh, Tavola, which is a new, in the new hotel, the Elliot, I think it's the Elliot house hotel, which is next to Finnegan's brewery. Oh, you know, Elliot Park. East town. Yep. Over, yeah. And East Elliot, Town. I still can't get know, used to that. East Side. Or something. That's fine. East, East Town. Town. That's what they call it. That's what they do. Uh, but Tavola is the new Italian restaurant in the hotel. And Aaron Ubin, who is uh, a guy who's been around town cooking for a long time, is there. And he's done, you know, he's cooked with Lenny. He's cooked with a lot of other people. Todd McDonald. You so, had me at he's cooked with Lenny. I know. But here's <laughs> Lenny the thing. Russo. He has got the Mysticanza salad going, which was a big thing at Perella a long time ago. But that's a Todd McDonald signature dish that he's kind of being allowed to use. Baby lettuces, lots of herbs, kale, toasted pistachios with the red wine vinaigrette. That salad is amazing. I know. So they've also got, and that's at their lunch. They have a $15 lunch. You can pop in for a salad. And then they've got a Totino's traditional pizza. They have a pizza out of their wood-fired oven that is sort of an homage to Totino's because they know the neighborhood. Sure. Um, but then they've also got some other great stuff they have on their $30 dinner. They've got a Caesar to start and they've got a little, uh, 
Aglione, a little pasta with a meatball. Aglione. I know, right? A peachy aglione. And then they end with tiramisu. That's delish. I know, right? Seriously. Um, what is a lunch place that like people are excited about? Um, because you could do like a, you know, if you have to have lunch with a client. I know. And this is a way to, okay, some salespeople have to pay, like they don't have expense accounts, which we didn't. I know. Didn't and we? so when we like wanted to take a client out, I had to think like, okay, what is a place that's going to be inexpensive? So this would be a way to get your clients all lined up for restaurant week, but yep. control your costs. But control your costs. I know. Think about that. You know what's great is also if you're out in Wyzetta, where a lot of people do business or you want to bring them out, Prime or Six Smith has a great lunch. And this is what I love about it. It's a $20 lunch and they do an appetizer, entree and dessert. So they're doing a three course lunch for $20. Let's be clear on that. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. But what I also love about it is that there's choice. And that's one of the cool things about Restaurant Week. If you're, if you're, the restaurants are doing it right, they don't just say, here's one thing, one thing, one thing. They let people at the table all engage in Restaurant Week by having many things and many options. So you can start with your soup or salad. They have some ahi tuna poke bites. They've got some uh, baby back ribs as an appetizer. And then your entree, someone can get seared salmon. Another one can get sirloin steak frites. There's an ancient or there's an ancient grain salad if you want to go with a uh, vegetarian and a crispy chicken sandwich. And then you finish with key lime pie. Yum. For 20 bucks. Pie. I mean. So how many times a year does Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine do restaurant week? So it's a three. We do it three times a year. So okay, we're gonna, so this so is it for this year. This is it. So you're going to have to wait until February. Okay. To get the next round of it. And then, and for me, quite honestly, I love October restaurant week best because the ingredients because we see a lot of these hearty grains you see a lot of short ribs roasted short ribs you see a lot of apples and cinnamon in fact salute had a great cinnamon apple tart on their dessert menu that i saw the other day herkimer you know showing up with this beautiful short rib on a potato pave cake i mean it's really hearty good stuff you know that's kind of fun and i love to see the chefs kind of being creative and trying to show a little bit of what they're doing so that they can kind of woo people into their restaurants it's an important night too i yeah. think for these restaurant tours cuz they know they're getting a lot of new people to sample their restaurants yeah so putting forth some signature items that would um make you feel what that overall vibe is at that individual restaurant yeah i'm going to tell you that the last one i just want to make sure that you understand is corner table you know Karen uh, Tomlinson, who just won the Queen of Pork, you know, she's kind of got this national attention. Corner Table does Restaurant Week, and she's got some really comforting, beautiful things on a $35 dinner menu, including wild mushroom soup. Yum. I mean, my God, with creme fraiche and ramp oil. She's got a braised lamb manicotti, a delicata squash with chickpeas and chev. Oh, that's A comfy so good. duck leg. I mean, my God. I will say, I was talking to someone, oh, the ladies, when we went to In Bloom yeah. last weekend, and I was like, how many of you have been to Corner Table? None of them had been there. That's weird. I think it is just one of the most spectacular restaurants in town. And yeah. she just won the Cochon. She's yes. the queen of pork. Um, they've got a nice multi-course dinner that I think is really reasonable for the value. Yeah. If you are looking for just fun, cozy date dining or even um, uh, like signature dining where you want to go out and have like you a special meal. You can do a meal, table of six, like a ladies table of six. And it is. That's a good spot. It is a thing that I have done a lot in my life. Me too. You know. And I've never regretted it. And neither have any of my guests. No. 
So don't remember, Restaurant Week starts on Sunday, goes through Friday. You do not have to make reservations. It's recommended, but you don't need tickets. You don't need anything. You just show up at your list of restaurant, restaurants, which you can find at mspmag.com, and you can look at the menus. You can decide where to go and then have just all the good food you can this week. Do yes, it up. yum. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to wrap it up and tell you about the moral of the story and tell you about all the things you can do today. All the things. All the things. We'll be right back. Everybody, welcome back to Week Leaders. Thanks for joining us today. Just letting you guys know, of course, if you've missed any of our stuff that we've been talking about, any of the you know, really great interviews, you can always dial us up on podcasts if you are not already listening to us on podcasts. And there's extra content there. Yeah. That breakfast that we had at Keys Cafe last week, it mm-hmm. got posted, I think, on Wednesday. So oh, great. There's content on the podcast that you are not getting just by listening to the radio show. I'm sorry, but yep. it happens. That's the thing. Dial um, in. It's got good stuff. It's, you know, it's a few minutes. And you can find me, Stephanie's Dish. You can find Stephanie, Steph March, or Stephanie March if you want to find her on Instagram. And feel free to reach out if you're a maker, send us products, talk about what you're doing. I was just so, when I went to Ag Week this week and saw all the cool innovation that's happening in the Twin Cities food scene, mm-hmm. it's just, it's incredible. And we are so lucky to live here and have such great things going on. Super true. Super true. Um, telling you about all the uh, great things uh, that are happening in town today because it feels like today is like day to be fall festing. Probably. I mean, honestly, it kind of is. Uh, starting, let's just wrap up the Oktoberfest because this is kind of the last weekend of Oktoberfest. And I'm just going to say that, that they saved the best for last because if you at all feel like you missed out on all the, the parties and everything else, all you need to do is head to New Ulm. Today, Shells and New Ulm are just tearing it up with October. Okay, October-festing. how fun. All the oompa-pa, all the lederhosen, tented, giant steins, all the sausage and kraut you can possibly think of is happening down in New Ulm. And it's a good, nice drive. It's a cute little town to go hang out and have some beers. I don't mean to be weird, but it's probably less than a $100 Uber ride. Oh, God, so really? If you, yeah, because like to go to our friend Heather's house that's way out, 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 it's yeah. about half that. So... If you like got four people together and you can find out how much something's going to cost before you do it, but that'd be fun yeah, to I get know. like four people in an Uber and trek on down there. Do it. Seriously. It's a good time. A uh, couple other fests happening just so that we're clear. Gostov still has one more weekend today. This is their last weekend. Surly Fest is happening over at Surly. The Hold Steady is playing. Burr, I mean, get out there. Are you going to go? No, I but totally I do love think Card Fin. Go. Yeah. I like Surly and I like Surly Fest and I like those bands. And even if you didn't get tickets to the band, you can still go and hang out because you can buy tokens uh, for food. I mean, yep. you can buy the food. They're doing kraut. They're doing sausages. Kraut. Stuff. Guile Fest is happening at Travail today, which is their Oktoberfest thing. That is all the Travelians in Lederhosen and cooking up all sorts of great German things. They've got a meat raffle, a worst eating contest. Stephanie, I made a um, pork shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I just dumped sauerkraut into my pot. I put peppercorns. I rubbed my shoulder. I put it in the pot. I cooked it low and slow for like three hours. Then I put red potatoes in there and just dotted them around the edge of the pan. In your crock pot? Uh, No, I cooked it in the oven. Oh, oh. Threw a little beer in there to just give it a little liquid. And then the potatoes steamed up in there and served it up for dinner. And I go to take out the roast. Yeah. I had left the liner of the plastic tray, like uh, that little diaper that yeah. soaks. I had left that on the bottom of the meat. Oh my God. <laughs> was it gross? Was it no, okay? It was fine. Okay. I just took it out and Your we ate our food. Did taste weird or no, anything? No, and I, because it was nestled in the sauerkraut. So yeah. really, then I just ate the sauerkraut with the peppercorns and <laughs> yeah, it was delicious. I that took happens. a picture. They of it. freeze to the bottom of things and then you're like, 
I, I didn't wish, even I wish they would not have. And those I in rubbed there. it like and I didn't even see it. Wow. But it was kind of funny. Well done with the day. Like, oh, I'll just throw that away. OK, we don't need to eat. that. I love it. Um, a couple other things happening today. Making sure I want to mention Sweetland Orchard's got a hog roast going oh, on down at yes. their orchard. And that is a quick drive. You guys, that's just down kind of by uh, New Market, Elko New Market, right off at of 35. And what they've got is Chris Nye from Spoon and Stable, the chef de cuisine there. He's down there. He's down there. He's been there since like four in the morning, I think, uh, roasting this whole hog. It's kind of called a with the grain hog. It's an Apple-fed, corn-fed hog. Um, And it's a 100% gluten-free event. So if you're looking for something for gluten-free time and and you want to do something that you want to make sure has no gluten, that has it. They've got apples. They've got corn to eat, hard cider to taste, pumpkin tacos, all sorts of great stuff. And you just go. Pumpkin tacos, yum. You just go. And you can just walk around their beautiful orchard. And this is a great one that does not have like all the jumping goats and the crazy trains and weird things it's kind of a little more adult but kids are welcome yeah they have kids uh also today letting you know uh besides we talked about town hall's fresh hop fest tangletown gardens is having their pumpkin fest today so you were saying you were thinking about going for a pumpkin yep if you go to tangletown gardens which is off of nicolet and 42nd i think or 50th uh kind of in that area 46th hello uh they are (laughs) hello hello everyone on the map my god uh, they have a pumpkin fest where they've got just tons and tons of decorative pumpkins, pumpkins for carving, pumpkins for eating, all sorts of fun stuff. You could find your perfect pumpkin is what I'm thinking. I like it. Yeah, right. Totally good stuff. Uh, and of course, tonight, zombie pub crawl is I don't even know how many years that thing has been going on, but they're centering it in Northeast this year. It's at the historic Grain Belt Brewery, and uh, they're also doing Halls Island. They've got a ton of huge acts coming in and playing. Shaq is going to be DJing. What? That's fun. I know. He came back. He had so much fun at the Super Bowl. He had to come back. Right? So he's basically, there's going to be zombie wrestling, food trucks featuring brain cupcakes, you know, carnival rides, all sorts of dead humans with fake blood moaning and dragging their bodies around Northeast, which is what? A good time. And which is fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're looking for, again, poppy seed cake recipe, because we're getting emails about that, or the apple Mountain Dew dumplings, you can find that on stephaniesdish.com. I have those recipes both there. That's so good. Stephanie, a quick question came in here. Beef liver. Oh. Anyone serving beef liver that you know of? Mm. Like liver and onions kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, and I know that there is someone, and I was thinking maybe it was the Lex. Oh, I don't know. I'll try and find yeah, out. Yeah, if you can find it, maybe we can look it up and see. I know there's a ton of chicken liver mousse being sold all over town. That seems to be a flavor du jour. Everyone loves that. Chicken liver mousse? Yeah. yeah. I had it at I had Colita last night. Okay, Black Forest has liver and onions. Oh, that would make sense. The German place. How fun would that be today? That would be very fun. Um, Let's see... Bennett's Chop and Railhouse in St. Paul has liver and, and liver onions. and onions. My mom used to make liver and onions, and it I was think and the we were just talking about smell. it the other day, weren't we? Maybe that your mom made liver and onions. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that's I a couple know. places: Black Forest and uh, Bennett's Chop and Railhouse. That's in St. Paul. Yeah. Um. They used to have it at the Lexington. I don't think they have it there anymore. Um. Let's see. That's yeah. Such that's a, all. I mean, you know, it's good stuff. I uh, also wanted to call it. Someone said that there is the you can get your chili fix at Fused Craft Brewed Eats today at Unmapped Brewing. They have an annual flannel roots festival that's out in uh, Minnetonka. Unmapped Brewing is. So that's kind of a cute place. They're doing uh, chili flight with bacon, cheddar, cornbread and honey bourbon butter. 
That's okay. That sounds delicious. That sounds rude. I know. Hey, and if you're out at Oyster Fest tomorrow, don't forget, there's a very, we're doing some cool, fun stuff with the uh, Oyster Shucking Contest, which I sort of always emcee. And, but if you're out there at Oyster Fest, you can still come and do GA tickets. You can walk up and get things. Um, if you don't, if you don't get the VIP pass, you know, just kind of show up and hang out. It's a good time. Great music. You can, if you don't like oysters, there's also hog roasting and they are going to be doing, you can buy crepes and all sorts of fun stuff. One more liver and onion, Keith's Cafe and Woodbury. There it is. Who knew? Who knew? All right, everybody, have a great Saturday. Yeah, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Ciao, ciao.